terraspaces.org in association with lunafest.io proudly presents to you the lunafest podcast to the uh, seventh episode of Lunafest podcast. Uh, today's date is Tuesday the 12th of April 2022. Uh, today's special guest is Finn. Terra Spaces. How are you, Finn? Let's go Lunafest. Hell yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's good to be on this side of the, the interview. Yeah, those things. Uh, you're based in Oregon, I believe, aren't you, Finn? Oh yeah. The PN dub. Yeah, it... Is the place in particular in Oregon you're from, uh, or you're out uh, in a big city, are you? Uh, yeah, kind of near Portland. Not in Portland, though. If people really are interested, they can they can figure out where I'm at. It's on it's on a few of my socials. Yeah, it's not too far from Seattle, and uh, that I yeah. imagine. It's a nice area. Yeah. I'm originally from Montana, and then uh, moved to Washington to work in the weed lab industry. Uh, and then worked for a magazine, uh, was like managing editor for a cannabis business journal, and then made my way to Oregon and got back into the weed lab game and then uh, quit that back in, what, November, December? And uh, doing the full-time Terraspaces thing now. Yeah, the weed stuff. I've actually still got shares in fucking some, some of the weed stuff here. I haven't looked at it for ages, to be honest, it's down. Yeah, I did all so, right in that. It was like when, when Robin Hood came out, and I, I didn't know shit about fuck, about any stock, anything. So I was like, this one's called YOLO. Like, I'm I'm on it. <laughs> and uh, luckily, when I got in, like, everything, I guess, was down, because it, it was uh, before the pandemic, before all that shit. And then uh, it kind of went up, and then, yeah, the pandemic happened, and then... Some of the stocks did all right, and others not so much. Still holding on to my GameStop, though. Yeah, to, get, to be honest, Robin Hood fucked me up with all of that shit uh, when he stopped the trading. I just did. Yep. Uh, to be honest, that that's what sent me into crypto. All of that when I was trading on that, I just had, I had enough of it. All that, all of that stuff where they just stopped the trading. That's what got me into the crypto. To oh, that's funny. It was kind of like the opposite for me. I was in crypto in like 2017 and 18 and did like the ADA and, and Poe and fun and fuck token and like all this dumb shit. And then like that shit just bottomed out. And so I kind of consolidated everything into ADA. Cause at the time that was the, that was like the moon bag, you know, like Charles is going to take us to the promised land or whatever the fuck. And so I just kind of threw everything into ADA, staked it, and then, like, forgot about it. And then, uh, yeah, when Robinhood came out, everyone was, like, stock-friendly and, and getting into that. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's give this a, a try. And, yeah, just kind of messed around. Did all right in, like, uh, uh, what was it called? Not F-Cell. It was, like, one of those EV companies, Plug. I did all right in Plug. And then, and, and again, that was like, I didn't know shit about any of this. I was just like going into names that I thought were dope and I just got lucky and it wasn't even that lucky. Like I, at the end of it, I'm, I'm pretty sure I harvested some tax loss there, but it was fun. Yeah. To be honest, I think I've all, everything that I've got left, I haven't got much in. There's only there's probably a fucking couple of thousand dollars in a Neo and a weed company and 
some company that does the lithium batteries. When I first got into it, I was looking at it, the dividends. It was just purely the best paying dividends. I just picked like four or five companies. Yeah. And I was just there. That was the plan, the dividends. But when you look at the dividends, the best on there, you was getting like six, seven percent on a real if good thing. That, if you're lucky. <laughs> but yeah, like in that yeah. world, you know, that's like that's the norm. That's good shit. Everyone is completely satisfied with that because they don't know any better, you know? Yeah, well, this crypto just absolutely is mind-blowing, isn't it? It's like, we're dropping at the moment. I, I just farm now. I've stopped trying to trade because, to be honest, I wish it would have never, ever touched me stack and just... <laughs> that's the hardest thing, not touching it. So I'm just in a farming pot now. And the good thing about when it does drop, I'm on a 14-month plan, me, because I get married in 14 months, so I can have fuck off to Portugal till after 14 months. But the plan is then just to hopefully take it out at a new app then. But the good thing about drops now, the APY on all the uh, farmings go up, don't they? Yeah, it depends where you go. I've definitely been pretty satisfied with like the Spectrum farms and the Apollo. I was in that before uh, I got into Spectrum. Spectrum was like more of a recent thing. A few people were howling about it on Twitter. And I was like, ah, I'll check this out. I was like, oh, dope. It's it's just like Apollo. I mean, auto compounding, you know, there's only a certain amount of ways you can do that. But I was like, oh, that's cool. So I, I, I liked that they they had a nice APR or APY, I don't know, uh, on their governance staking if you locked it up for 180 days. And then I liked that they let you withdraw your rewards in either AUST or UST, which is cool because if you're, you know, using Anchor, and you have a bag in earn, like you can just dump your reward, uh, your rewards right into that straight from spec. So I, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so what I ended up doing was split my Apollo bag in half basically and took half of my assets that were in Apollo, tossed them into spectrum. And I actually went a little heavier into spectrum just to kind of help give myself a little head start on the token itself. Cause I already have a decent Apollo bag from the farming event. So just kind of letting them sit in there. Uh, I've set a bunch of alerts on coin hall uh, to kind of ride the wave down. So like every 25, 50 cents, uh, it'll ping me and let me know. And I'll buy like, you know, 30, 40, 50 more, whatever I'm feeling. And then, uh, yeah, just restake that. Uh, the other one, uh, Luart, just cause I have a lot of NFTs. Uh, so I, I got in, into that one a little bit, not a big fan of the 5% withdrawal diamond hand tax or whatever the hell. And I'm not a fan of the dollar, uh, transaction on everything you do. Uh, especially now that their tokens like made the graceful descent to the bottom or close to, it's like, you got to let it farm for at least a week or two before you're getting, more out than what their dollar transaction fee is and and i get it like it's a business they're new they're trying to you know keep themselves afloat i just I, i'm not a big fan of like those kinds of fees you know um, how would you do uh, you get involved in any of the ideals thing get into the ideals uh not really like prism just because our our boy rebel DeFi was all hyping it up and he was like you know 10 more minutes and this thing is long i was like ah shit i better get in there just for the hell of it so i'm definitely glad i did 
Um, the other one's just like more farming events, I guess. Like Apollo farming event was my first one, and I got wrecked on that because, of course, when that kicked off, or at least when I saw it, it was the second phase. So I missed the first phase. So uh, our friend was like, you got to just like get as many of these tokens as you can. So like an idiot, I like YOLO'd 30 racks into the farming event while mine was at like 20 cents. And of course, we all know what happened there. Uh, mine gracefully descended down to like a nickel or something. I, it wasn't that far down at that time, but it it is now. Uh, so yeah, I kind of got wrecked in that. I do have my Apollo tokens though. Uh, not that that makes up for it. Uh, and then I like Nexus. I've been kind of farming a little bit on there uh, as it's been kind of bottoming out. They've got some pretty interesting vault stuff uh, coming out. But yeah, the, the IDO is like, I hear a lot of people complain, especially about like Star Terra and uh, Valkyrie, I think it's called. And I feel like these were launching when I was still into ADA and BSC. So I didn't really, I didn't really know much, but like what I hear now is kind of the same story that like it, it, it came out at, at a pretty decent price for the private investors. And then when it, it popped publicly, everyone bought high and then all the private investors dumped and now it's like sitting at, at a, a dollar wherever it's at so i i don't know you, you gotta like look into the team i guess and, and you can never really be sure so it's it is a it's a casino sir yeah it's a, it's a you're right to be honest there and what i find with all these little altcoins everybody always when it when it starts dropping everybody wants to be into usd or luna and the first things that obviously go aren't they? the uh, altcoins, but I've just uh, I'm I'm inspecting myself here, uh, and I've just I've put my flag up in uh, the PSI uh, and Luna pot, and uh, to be honest, that's what I'm just focusing on now. And uh, what other coins I've got on my IDOs, I just uh, I just state them, and hopefully, because yeah. the ecosystem is still early, you've got to just have it take it take it with the. Uh, a view is going to get a couple of years before they really start paying off. And if you're ever curious how early we are, look at that volume infographic that shows it's, it's NFTs, but it's a good indicator of where we're at in this timeline here. And like the amount of volume that Terra gets compared to like Solana and BSC and ETH is very minimal. So you can, kind of do the math in your head as more of that volume comes over to Terra, what's going to happen? And it's going to spread between the protocols and the NFT projects. Like everything's going to raise up. So it's just a matter of that old adage, <clears throat> don't invest more than you're willing to just light on fire. And then if you're investing that way and emotionally detached from your bags, you're okay with just letting them sit. And you're not staring at the charts because that's what gets you. You know, people, they look at that chart and they don't want to be the one left holding the bag. And so it dips a little bit and they sell and then it pops back up and then they're like, shit, now they're constantly chasing that, that off step, you know, like trying to get caught up. But now they, they're into that, that thing of buying the, the, the highs and, and selling the lows because they, they can't like recalibrate, I guess. And, and it, a lot of that is too, like just how some of this stuff is designed, you know, like we want to click that button. We want to move stuff around, even if we sh probably shouldn't be because it, 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 it's a dopamine hit, you know, it's a, it's an addictive thing to, to see that confetti and like, see the numbers move. Like it, it's pretty interesting psychologically. 
Yeah, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Oh, As yeah. I say. Oh, yeah. But Prism's done they- well. Uh, I, I do like that one. I like what they're doing with the refracting, and I, I like the idea of once they open that up to more assets, how that'll raise up all these pools. Uh, but besides that, I think Meow is like my one sleeper that I really like. Uh, it, it does like limit orders, and then they have this quad rebalancer called Luna Hodel, and it's basically an LP LP. So you you can take Luna B Luna, make an LP of that, and then you take Luna UST, you make an LP of that, and then you combine those LPs into the 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 quad LP. And what it does as Luna goes up it balances heavy to the UST portion. So your three portions Luna, two Luna, one B Luna, so three Luna, and then one portion UST. And then as Luna starts to go down, and I've been watching it because during this dip, you know, from going up to 110 and then down uh, to like 80s now, and you watch it as it goes down, it takes that extra UST it just got from selling the Luna at, at the top there, and it balances it back through the other three through your two Lunas and your B Luna. So it's constantly like rebalancing it. And for me, I think why I like it so much is because I'm always so busy with like editing spaces and and I don't have time to like move shit around constantly. So that to me seemed like my goal is to stack the wag me bag, like the thousand Luna. So like this seemed like a good way to just set it and forget it and let, let it just keep balancing itself out by the top, sell the low or, you know, and, and just stack that bag up. And it, it's worked yeah. really well. It's super like small. Like I don't think a lot of people know about it, but for what it is, it works really good. To be honest, I haven't really checked it out. So I'll have to have a little. Yeah, look I don't think book. a lot of people have. Uh, and then they have a uh, the thing for that you can do like market order or limit orders, and then their token meow is what you use to get priority in those orders. So say I set a limit for Luna at seventy five, uh, then I give it like thirty or forty meow, and it'll hold that until Luna hits there, and then depending on everyone else's orders and how much meow they put up it'll trigger that order so it's been pretty cool i did that to buy some ink uh when it was dipping before it bumped back up to like five or six or something and it worked really well how did um, you get into the terra spaces finn is terra spaces your baby is it it is that's me me myself and i yeah so we you know our our friend uh kevin He's uh, on Angel. I think he did Luna Loot before that. He's like a friend of mine in real life uh, from back in Montana where I'm from. And yeah. me and him used to do this podcast called The Simulate. He was like the techno optimist and he did a bunch of talks in like Dubai and all, all of these like optimistic technology futurist kind of uh, things. Kind of like uh, Ray Kurzweil. And then there's that other dude that had that game show, Jason Silva. It's kind of stuff like that, like very uh, descriptive words and, and, and like real optimistic future facing. So we did some podcasts and stuff and I've been podcasting since like, Oh eight. Like I started a dumb comedy show, just talking shit about shit about my life. Like just, just something to do, you know? And, uh, yeah, he, he was into Ada and he got me into Ada and then he got me into Tara and he was the one dude that always was like, you know, no matter what, don't ever sell your Ada bags. Like this is the one. And then to hear him say, I sold all my Ada and I went all in on this Terra thing really, you know, made me think about 
my Ada bag. <laughs> and so I was like, well, shit, if you're like that all in, you were pretty adamant about like, you know, Ada being the one. But if, if Tara's the one now, like, all right, let's go. And uh, so I, I got in and this was before that old May crash and stuff. And there, I, I wasn't very like active in it. I was working and doing my own thing and stuff. And then he hit me up back in like October, I feel like it was a little before that. And he was like, Hey, you're still doing podcast stuff. And I was like, yeah, he's like, you should come into Terra and do some podcast stuff. He's like, there's all these Twitter spaces that happen and nobody's recording them. And all of this information and knowledge is just getting lost. It's like disappearing into the ether. And I was like, okay, I, I can do that. So in my spare time, I was recording the spaces and I would set up interviews. Uh, we did the podcast. We did a Terra Spaces podcast, interviewing protocols and stuff. Uh, and then I, it was it was a total joke and everything. One night, somebody was complaining about missing a space. And I was like, you know, if I didn't have to work all day, like I could just be sitting here recording these for, for you guys. And we kind of went back and forth. And I just... I not even thinking like just bullshit. And I was like, all right, the first group to get together 50 racks, like we'll get my time for a year. And like the next morning I woke up to a DM from Doquan asking me what my wallet address was. He's like, I want to fund this. He's like, get ready to quit your day job. And I, it was like six in the morning. So I'm like thinking my friends are just trolling me or something, having a laugh. And like, I look at it after I wake up a little bit. I'm like, oh shit, that's, that's really him. Cause you got to double check, right? Like you've seen the imposter accounts, like that shit's everywhere. So I'm, I'm like, yeah, this dude wants to send me 50 racks to like record podcasts, like no fucking way. And so I, I checked and it was him and I sent him my wallet address. And five minutes later, he's like, you're funded. Go quit your job. I was like, uh, Okay. And, uh, so I fucking put in my two weeks notice and started recording more spaces and the more spaces there became less time for me to do actual show shows, which is why you don't see the podcast as often. Now you don't see like the Terra spaces p podcast itself very often. All you really see is the ether. Uh, because if you check the schedule on the site, even like today, Two days ago, there was like one thing scheduled for today, and that was this right here, what we're doing, Luna Fest. Now there's like eight spaces today, <laughs> and there was like eight or nine yesterday, and it just, it keeps going like that. And the, so yeah, I, I stopped doing the, the weed lab and started doing this with my one computer. Uh, we got to the point where we were missing spaces because I was like recording one and then another one would come on and then something was scheduled. So we got another computer and then that wasn't enough. And now we have three and I have no more room for any more computers. And uh, yeah, I just built the site. It's just a, a old WordPress site that looks just like the site I built for my podcast back in 2008 <laughs> and uh, it works, you know? And I know some people are like, well, like you can just record them on Twitter and, and people can just get them from there. And like, yeah, you can, but like I'm going through these and like removing all the silences and making them sound better. And people that are quiet, I'm evening out and like, I'm putting in some work to make these sound decent so that you're not getting like strain trying to listen. Like when you're trying to learn something, the more you have to strain to listen to it, like the less you're going to, to, to be able to remember. So I try to make them sound as, as decent as I can. 
and then we put them on the site, which has an RSS generator, which then pings all the podcast platforms. So rather than all this knowledge just being on Twitter spaces where crypto Twitter, who already knows about what we're doing here, can hear, we're getting outside that filter bubble and we're getting into a platform that has the potential to reach, you know, millions of normies, which is what we want. And on top of that, like everything's archived uh, on Twitter spaces, that audio only lasts for 30 days and then it's gone. So if, if somebody doesn't get it before that, it does disappear. It just, when you record it, you have that 30 day window. Uh, so yeah, I've been <laughs> literally doing that since November. Now uh, we're almost at our six month uh, time of, of actually doing this. And I put up some stats on the Twitter. Just, I know people were curious. I don't focus on that stuff at all just cause I don't have the time. And I'm the kind of person that if I start like focusing on the stats, I'll really start focusing on it. And I don't want to do that. So I know people are listening. That's good enough for me, but some people were curious, like how many listeners and shit we have. So I threw some stats up from Spotify and uh, Apple podcasts and then some raw website stats rip my bandwidth. You can see we're like terabytes of bandwidth, which is uh, appropriate for a, a Terra Terra show. Brilliant. It is really good stuff. And if you're listening in, though, it sounds like Finn needs a few interns himself and possibly an office. Bro, Finn needs like the CNN news station offices and a budget like CNN at this point. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we keep up as best we can. Yeah, would they... Would you love to be in there taking people on? Would you love that to get it to proper like a terror office? I think like, a, like for me, I, I think that would be cool. But I think for me, I would want somebody that I could trust to like be the CEO, to be the CFO and keep all of that shit running while I can focus on doing what I want to do. And that's, you know, recording and editing and posting and stuff. Like, I don't, I don't think I would want to just sit in the office and like make sure everything was working, you know, like I, I don't, I don't, I think maybe it's just my level of trust in others to like do something to the level that I want it done at. I, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be like opposed to it. Like we could definitely try it out, but I feel like I would be better suited to just have somebody like run all that shit and just let me do what I'm doing and, and keep it, keep it going. I'll keep up the good work, mate. You're doing a great job. Um, Sam and Finn, so talk about your music here. What kinds of music are you into? Finn, obviously, I've heard you doing a few rapping, rapping that, and um, it's quite good, to be honest. Uh, is that your mainstay of your music, what you're into, rap music? Yeah, I would say, I mean, as far as, like, what I make, I've been, like, writing poetry since, like, the 90s when I was a kid, and then I got into rap, and then I've just, it's always been... I don't even know like what it was about it. I think just the word puzzles and like being able to listen to something multiple times and catch different things. Like I really like that about rap. And so that it just really like appealed to me. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that. I know some people don't know yet that like all the music that you hear on the shows, like every single episode, that's something I've made. Like that's all music you can find on my band camp and on Spotify and all that stuff. Um, but I do really, really like drum and bass, like dark trance techno. Like I like a lot of that, like dubstep hard house. It's just not anything I've ever, I guess, sat down to make. My brother 
is a music producer and he does all that stuff. And so I've always just kind of done the rap side. And it wasn't even until like recently I started making my own beats. Like usually he made all my beats for me. And it just got to the point where I was like, you're taking too long. And he's like, just make them yourself then. I was like, all right, I guess I'll fucking have to. (laughs) And so I got a machine micro and like taught myself a little bit. And then I follow this dude named Doc Brass uh, who does like live finger drumming. I don't know if you've ever seen that shit. Like definitely check him out. I'll put a link to it in the show notes for this post, but he's the one that like got me into making my own beats and shit. I, he did some Patreon classes about how to finger drum. And so I watched that and it kind of made me want to like learn my machine again. Cause I, I tried it and I was like, this sucks. It's easier just buying beats from people. <laughs> and then like, after I found him, I started, you know, really trying to focus on it. And it, and it is fun. Like I've to the point now where I enjoy doing it. Uh, but as far as techno, like the, the intro for the ether, I made that, but I've never made like a whole techno song. Like it just like a little intro like that. Do you have any, anything published? Yeah. Just, I have like five or six albums. There's probably 10 albums on my band camp. And then I published probably the most recent six or seven on like, I use CD baby. So you can pay CD baby and they'll put it on all the platforms. So I published through CD baby. They put my stuff on Apple, Google, YouTube, Spotify, uh, all the platforms, Amazon. You could go to Amazon and Google Matt Lee uh, project survival and like buy my music on Amazon. So I, I really like that service and I like that they don't charge you monthly. Like, uh, the other there's another one that does what they do but they charge you every month i i like to just pay once and have it done and now like it's it's out there so uh but yeah it's all it's all rap and stuff i'll, I'll put a few I'll, I'll mix a few tracks and and put them at the end of this because i know that's why we're here i know we um, talking in the past you have oh, been over to the uk for the festival before you were selling me a it would have been the early 2000s was that Yeah, I feel like it was 2001. So like back then I ran a site called MindOrgy and it was like an EN site, uh, everything, nothing. It it was a a wave of sites back in like the the 90s, 2000s, I guess, that were, uh, I don't even know how to describe them. They were kind of like Styles Project and uh, I guess like uh, eFucked is kind of an EN site, but it was just like dumb bullshit. We talked shit. It was basically like my podcast, but like a written form of it, like just talking shit, writing things, stuff like that. Uh, and I met this kid in the UK that did the same thing. And so we kind of like partnered up and did some collabs and he was like, Hey, we're, we're doing like this meetup for this festival called the Homelands festival. Like you should come down. You can stay at my place. Like it'll be a big old party. I was like, all right, cool. So I don't even remember how it happened, but somehow I had like got all my shit together enough to like fly to London. This dude picks me up and like, I end up staying at his place for a month and we do the festival. And then I ended up going to France and doing like this train trip around Europe where I I ended up in Amsterdam at the, the very last stop of the trip where I stayed there for a week and just like ate mushrooms and smoked weed and wandered around. I was just by myself, like wandering through, through Amsterdam. Uh, but I saw a lot of cool, like techno shows and all this stuff while I was there. And the Homelands festival was just epic at that time. I had never been to like a festival. I think Lollapalooza and Irvine 
was probably like when Soundgarden and Metallica headline, like that was the last actual concert I had done, but you know, uh, up to that point. So this was a whole nother world. It was like carnival rides and like tents and just all these people in crazy costumes. And like the dude, they chartered like this Mercedes, this blacked out, like it wasn't a limo, but it was like a transporter van, but inside it had like the full bar and all this shit. Like these guys just went hard. So I, and I, I was pretty young then. So I was just like, all right, let's, let's go. And yeah, I saw the streets there. I feel like LTJ Buckham was there. There, it was so long ago at this point. Like, I'm 42 now, so that was definitely a good 20 years ago, I feel like. But, yeah, Homelands Festival, man, what a what a trip. Are you looking forward to actually getting over to Luna Fest? Yeah, I am. I haven't been to, to the UK since that, that trip in the 2000s. And, uh, yeah, so my passport's super dusty and probably needs to be renewed at this point. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. From the second I saw the venue, I was like, no fucking way. And then hearing you guys talk about it, uh, I was just like, this is actually going to happen. And then the vote thing happened. I was like, fuck, I don't think this is going to happen. But then they were like, it don't matter. We're going to make this happen either way because that's what we do. We're lunatics. And so, yeah, I, I'm all for it. Like the, the, the community growth that we've seen here in all of these Discord servers for all of these projects, like if you just take that kind of energy and put it in the real world at that venue, like, are you kidding me? It's, it's, yeah, that's going to be one for the, the record books, I think. Yeah, well, hopefully when you get over, hopefully I'll be able to travel over to Amsterdam with you. If you take a few days out to go to Amsterdam, I'll definitely have to go over there with you. Oh, that'd be nice. It's cool. Yeah. That's the one thing I really liked. I mean, I liked a lot of things over there, but like everything is so close, you know, like here, I, you can't really do that. Like you drive for 10 hours, you're still in the same country, <laughs> you know, like there's, it's all, I mean, we have variants and cultures and stuff, but not like that. Like you're, you're riding a train going through like five different countries, each with their own, like developed culture and like restaurant. I don't know. It's, it's a crazy experience if, if you've never done it. Yeah. Did you manage to catch Berlin while you was on, on your travels around Europe? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I went, I've got pictures from all that. They're so old, but yeah, I went through there. I, there wasn't like any, any like uh, love parade or anything like that going on when I was there, but I got to go up in the top of that big, uh, I don't even know what it's called. It's been so long. Uh, there's yeah, like well, a big tower there in the middle of town and you can kind of overlook like all the main roads. Um, but yeah. The old um, Soviet radio station. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. It was in this big like town square looking thing. It was just like this big, you know, tourist thing. I might be right. might be wrong. You'll have to throw the yeah. pictures up. I have them on my computer. I bet Google it's knows. <laughs> Yeah, it's a nutty city, Berlin. Like it's like a, all a lot of places in Europe. Berlin is like it's it's so different from well from any other German city. Never mind the rest of Europe. It's got its own unique vibe, like bit like Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. Amsterdam was a trip. The the one thing I vividly remember there, I got myself kind of lost. And I was like walking around and this dude walked up to me and asked for a cigarette. And I was like, cool, pulled, 
pulled the pack out of my pocket and like I went to hand him one and all of a sudden there was like eight or nine like homeless dudes just like all starting to like mob me and this dude must have like saw it happening and he like came over and like grabbed me and he like threw a couple cigarettes down and like took me down the street and he's like don't be doing that shit here I was like damn dude I didn't know it's like neither living dead or something and he's like where are you going and I, I told him the name of the hotel and he like walked me back to the hotel and shit i, I was so lost it, it was dumb this was like before phones and shit you know like this was a long time ago so there wasn't like just pull up google maps i was like not able to understand signs because there was no like translation or anything you know it, it was dumb yeah it's mad in us to think that phones like fucking Google Maps and all I, I I can't live without my iPhone uh, at the moment. So it's it's got me life on it, you know what I mean? It's it's mad to think twenty years ago you you was you wasn't even operating like that, was you? You was just yeah, you you had you'd get a map out and you go, We need to get to there. You was always getting lost at uh, Amsterdam's a brilliant place to get lost though. To be honest, it's cleaned up a lot since uh, you was probably there as well. There's not as many homeless people knocking around Amsterdam at the moment. It has cleaned up a lot, to be honest. Yeah, I remember, like, all the, the hostels and stuff I would stay at, they had, like, the little maps and stuff. So you were always, like, grabbing the map and shit. Like, it, it's it's interesting to think back on that because we've had it for so long. But, like, back then in the moment, it was just normal, obviously. You know, there's you didn't have any of that to, like, have it taken away. So now, like, it's so ingrained in our culture. You know, I, I couldn't imagine not having my phone with You know, you go to the store and forget your phone and you're just like damn i feel naked <laughs> yeah the luna fest site's that big we might need a map for that i know that oh man if you guys haven't seen it yet I, you definitely gotta check it out I, the links are on every episode lunafest.io yeah, the new site looks brilliant like definitely check that shit out yeah and i, I seen you um, actually throw a link up the other day for um, a charity thing on obviously angel alliance um, Something for the reefs. Yeah, uh, a while ago, some friends of mine, when we were messing around in BSC, uh, we were doing some like ocean cleanup charity. And then a friend of mine was like, you know what's a real problem is lionfish. And I was like, what? Like the aquarium thing? He's like, yeah. But like in the wild, at least where they're at in Florida, they're the invasive species that have taken over. They have no natural predators. They replicate super fast and then they completely destroy any like life that's that's living in these reefs like they're just super predatory and so we got this idea to start what we now call the ocean web alliance and it's just a non-profit there's five of us i think we have our diver me uh our secretary and our web dev and then i think there's one more dude <laughs> I, don't, I don't know um but yeah we uh we made a non-profit and we had uh the, we started it last year and we did a couple dives and we were able to hook up with people at the fish market. So we take the lionfish that we uh, take out of the water and we go sell the meat to the fish market, which helps offset some of our costs. Uh, and then, yeah, once all the paperwork was done, we submitted to be part of the Angel Alliance. And now you can find the Ocean Web Alliance on the Angel Marketplace, which is cool. And uh, yeah, we just had a little push because the season's starting up. And uh, our first dive, I think it got postponed because of weather, but it should be happening, I think, Sunday or Monday. I'll have to double check. But yeah, we'll be going out for our first dive of the season. 
And then uh, we'll be doing some NFTs through Terra Spaces. We're going to do some cool lionfish NFTs. And the idea is kind of like the tree thing where each NFT will stand for a certain amount of things in the real world. So in our case, lionfish for every NFT you hold, that will translate to a certain amount of fish removed from this particular reef that we like to work in. Uh, and so, yeah, our goal is to get some cool drones and like gamify this somehow through Web3. They make uh, a couple companies right now make some pretty cutting edge remote controlled lionfish hunting drones. And so at some point, and this is like future shit, right? The, uh, but I think it would be cool to be able to gamify that through the internet and let people pilot these things and have like contests and tournaments. And, you know, we're having fun. We're cleaning up this reef ecosystem. It's a win-win. So, uh, yeah, it's the yeah. Ocean Web Alliance. It's pretty cool. Yeah, check that out. Anyone that's not here, uh, check that out. Uh, about, uh, obviously, the festival site. The festival site is a... Uh, Big on green energy and that renewables. It's a, it produces its own renewables. It's a, it's quite good. The press walls all for all of that stuff. It's in tune with nature. That's which awesome. Is a good thing. For how old and like old timey it looks, like it's cool that it's all modernized and stuff. I, I can only imagine what the inside of that place looks like. Yeah, that that's a good bonus. That for the site though. Yeah, it's well, it ties in for being green. So. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we've yeah. been definitely, too, because of all the Bitcoin stuff happening, like, you've been seeing a lot more people be like, oh, it's not green, it's bad, and so they hate on, on all crypto because they assume all crypto works the way Bitcoin does when, you know, those that are in, in the system know that it doesn't, but normies don't know that shit, and so it, I think the more of this that we can kind of make public knowledge and, and kind of like drill into people's heads that like, yo, this is different proof of stake versus proof of work. And you don't even have to get into the technicals. You just, we need them to know that. Yeah. Like Luna, Terra, all of these proof of stake tokens and blockchains are not killing the earth, you know, like it's, it doesn't work that way. Well, ju just look at Angel Alliance. Angel Alliance is for, it's just a brilliant thing that in it, you know. So, and it's great that it's on Terra, uh, and it's, you know, that that's a brilliant thing that come out on our ecosystem. Not like just watching how fast they sprung into action when the tsunami happened, and then again for the Ukraine stuff that's happening, like. To have that as the cornerstone or one of the main cornerstones of our ecosystem is just, it's amazing. You don't see that in many other ecosystems, you know? Yeah, it's nice, it's nice to see all the protocols. A lot of the protocols getting involved as well and uh, offsetting a little bit of the in and Sue Angel, which I, I find it's a, it's a great thing, like... It's almost like part of the sign-up process. I love that it's been so normalized. Like, if a project doesn't have some sort of involvement with Angel, that's like an immediate red flag for me, at least. Like, why are you not participating with the, you know? Like, it's, it's interesting. It's a good gauge, I think. And just the work that they're doing is phenomenal. 
Yeah, good stuff. May long it long continue. And I should go. I'll mention too while we're talking about NFTs, our uh, intern FT is dropping in a couple days. I think on the fourteenth over on One Planet. So, uh, intern capital is where we're at right now. Uh, it's kind of where TerraSpaces was born out of. It was one of the first discords that I joined when I got into the ecosystem here. And uh, yeah, just watching us do the kind of work here where projects come in and we have interviews and then they're like, hey, we need a community leader, we need a mod or we need a dev. And we just started like, we, we know those people and we just pointed them in the right direction. And now all of a sudden, like, we're the, the central hub for like intern life in Terra. So I, I think it's cool that we're finally getting around to, to getting our NFTs launched. Uh, it, it'll be nice to have those out and be able to, to get some funds bootstrapped for the next phase of, of what we're building over here. How big is the shares for the NFTs for the intern? I want to say it's 69.42. Yeah, 6,942. Uh, the mint price was $69.42, but I think they dropped the price to 42.69 just because interns. Yeah, so what's that? 42 USC. Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, so is there a whitelist for that? or I, 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 Is it just a, a mint for the public or have you got to be whitelisted? Or? Yeah, we were. We have a whitelist. All you, It's just a form in Intern Cap. Like when you join, there's a pin section there. The form's there. Uh, we were going to do like a lower mint price for the whitelist, but I, I don't know if they're still doing that. They might. I'm, I'm more like in the TerraSpaces side of it, but I, I do like just kind of advise and, and help them out with interviews and stuff. Uh, but Machu, he's the one that took the lead on it when uh, our, our boy Nero had to, to step back and stuff. So it's been cool watching like one intern goes down and like two fill in their place. And like, it's it's pretty neat. Um, how many intern, interns is the on your uh, site? Have you, have you got a good few? Like? Oh, shit. Yeah, we've got if I go by the intern intake form, this is something I created early on just because it was getting to a point where it was hard to organize everybody. So I made a form that gets to like the heart of what like questions like if money wasn't an issue, like what would you be doing with your time? You know, stuff like that to kind of get to know what they're passionate about. Not like I got to do this because I got to do this because I need money, but like I don't need money. I'm doing this because I want to do this. And that that's what we want to find. And that's where we try to like point people in the direction of, you know, we, we, we know there's all these projects that need these different things. And now, uh, with this, this form and this spreadsheet, like last time I checked, we had 72 interns that actually like filled it out and stuff. I think the discord has a few thousand. I'm not sure they keep remodeling, (laughs) but yeah. So like any project comes through and this doesn't happen as often because I'm not doing interviews anymore. Like I literally just doing the spaces recording, but when we were doing interviews, like it it was super helpful because every project they're just starting out. So they all needed something. And we would just like tap that spreadsheet and be like, Oh, here, and just here's a couple names. They have the skills that you were looking for. And uh, yeah, at, at a certain point, we have interns in pretty much every project on Terra, at least all the major ones, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's good to see how quick the uh, ecosystem is growing. Like it is, uh, it's it's just getting bigger and bigger. So I'd like to see a bit more UST, real world usages, uh, especially like. 
people like me and rebel, he just is all in on, on crypto now, like our paychecks are UST. So like the more of that we can get going, the, the better for sure. It sucks having to pay like 70, $80 in fees every time, every month, you know, to like pay bills and stuff. Yeah, but uh, what do you think of the festival? Obviously, it's a crypto festival. Uh, what do you think? What do you think of it being crypto festival? How do you think it's going to work? Uh, the changing of currencies to USD. Do you think it'll just be as simple as these uh, booths where you pay your cash in and it'll do it for you, or do you think people are going to actually have to download Terra wallets and go through that way? I feel like we have enough big brains working on this that we should be able to create a fairly seamless experience. I know the boys over at Tix were working on something similar that will allow you to basically scan a QR code and it'll create your wallet and do all this stuff like behind the scenes. So I think the more of that, and that's kind of like the whole goal, I guess, of like IBC in general, right? Like we have all these different blockchains, the public doesn't need to know which chain they're on. Like that shit can happen behind the scenes seamless. As long as it works, all we need is like the number and, and uh, some secure way of interacting with that. And then, you know, whatever has to happen behind the scenes to get it on whatever chain it needs to be on to do the thing you're trying to do. Like, cool. That's all just smart contracts. Like that, that shit, that shit can be, can be easily handled. Uh, I think the big thing to, to get around and I know there's like networks and stuff out there that'll get popped up. Um, but yeah, it's just like all of the different phones that people have and all of the, the people themselves, there might be, too many for there to be like a smooth like i don't i don't know if the the shit will get overloaded i guess that would be my concern is that there's just like a too many trying to like generate these things at once but assuming all that works like how easy is it going to be to just scan a thing and like pay for your 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 soda or your beer or whatever your food and like i i'm all about that i, I think that'll be super cool it's interesting to uh, be interesting to see like some of these non-native students that are coming into the festival, learning about NFTs, learning about Web three, the metaverse and stuff, and then obviously in their own time going away and like just thinking, spreading wow. it. <laughs> yeah, it's like NFTs. These, well, I'm still baffled by them. Uh, when I first heard about NFTs, I just couldn't believe it, and uh, part of me now still, I still don't get it, but it's just. I don't know what it kind of reminds me of is like when you'd go to old concerts and stuff and you'd take like a, uh, you'd get a shirt or you'd get something and then you'd show your friends. Like, I feel like people coming away from this, this festival are going to have that same idea of, of something that they want to show their friends, but it's going to be like an NFT or something. I mean, obviously there'll be merch and all that stuff, but I feel like the big thing that when people get back into their own pods, they're going to be like, look at this NFT I got. Like, I'm, I'm a part owner of this thing, you know, like it, it's, I, it's, I think it's, it's going to be like worldview changing for people that aren't as aware of what's being built here as we are. Yeah. It's um, that was one of the things with like 6,000 people at, at the start. If you're one of those 6,000 people, especially if you're a non-native and then you're learning about it and getting older, some of this stuff for the first time, I can't see there being a real buzz about like, attending the first festival i'm excited for it myself personally like so i'm hoping a lot of people are going to be excited about it 
Oh yeah. The first one. I mean, that's, that's like, that's OG shit, you know, like how many people do you know that attended like the first Grateful Dead show or like the first Black Sabbath? you know, it's like, it's got that kind of vibe to it to be like the first Billy Idol concert and they got their tickets like framed and shit. Like it's got those feels for sure. Yeah. And if, if crypto is the future and obviously USC and Terra, hopefully we're building for the future. It, it can only get bigger and bigger, so, you know, I wouldn't want to be selling a NFC. If you, up what you only, up only, baby. Yeah, all your tokens, I'd be keeping all of them as well. I think so I'm, it, I'm super excited, too, for, like, the talks, because I've been to, like, festivals and stuff, and it, it is, like, an endurance marathon in a way, because it, it's some of them are just... 24 seven constantly going it seems like and i i don't know for sure but it feels like this is gonna be it'll have those moments but then there will be other moments where you can just go and chill and like listen to someone just like geek out on some cool tech and i i think the having both sides of that will just be huge you know people can can go and and vibe out to the tunes and go get a drink and then come listen to like seafire so you know whoever is given a, a talk or something like there, there's so much potential for that i think well the, the beauty of it is it's down to people's personal choice they can either go and listen to it talk or they can go and check out some of the music or possibly a comedy show if things like that's happening there's going to be variety in these so obviously if toquan's speaking or, or a proper big hitter like that you could probably see a lot of the crypto minds of people would be there wouldn't he so you could probably see the music stage empty out of it oh yeah but, your keynote speakers for sure are gonna fill whatever room they're in yeah yeah especially as i say especially if you had someone like Joe. i'm sure uh, any of these things that Joe speaks on i think you, you get to hear audience only people want to listen to him. Yeah, anybody charismatic like that that knows what they're talking about, like that that dude and I don't know if just cuz he's like the boss man around here, but like that dude gives me chills sometimes when he talks. Like some of the things he gets into it's just like, damn, that's vision, you know? Like a lot of people you don't see that in, but this dude man, he's got vision. And that's like, I want to hitch my, my horse to this rate, you know, like this is, this is the path I want to follow. Cause this guy knows. Yeah. yeah. I, I was listening to something at Novo. Uh, it might've been at the Bitcoin conference. One of the posts that Novo, uh, Novogratz put up and he was talking about, how, uh, Novogratz got one thing out of Harvard and Howard got 15. <laughs> yeah. Speak volumes of the man. He's a proper, proper giga brain of the highest caliber. So I love it. I love it. That It's great that that's like, he doesn't have to do anything really. Like he could just fuck off on a super yacht for the rest of his life and never see another human again. If he didn't want, like he can literally do anything, but he's choosing to build this ecosystem, this future, basically, like we're we're building the new version of how governance works and how like taxes work and how finance works. And that's like that's life world changing shit. Like if we ever get to the point where we're able to go colonize other planets, you're going to need that tech like you're going to need a way to govern. You're going to need a way to have an economy. 
Like, you're not going to print paper money. Like, get the fuck out of here. You're on Mars. Like, you're going to use crypto. That, that, like, that kind of shit, like, looking at the bigger picture of, like, in 50 or 100 years of, like, what the potential of this stuff is, that's where I kind of keep going is, like, when we get off this planet eventually, you know, hopefully, because if we don't, we're fucked. So hopefully we get off and then, uh, yeah, we'll have all of these tools ready to like, you know, continue on. Yeah. He's a, he's a visionary and he? so, uh, he's got, he's got integrity. I don't think he's ever going to fuck off. To be honest, it's his, uh, it's his, con- it's his conception. And I can just, he, he wants to get it perfect. And to be honest, he he probably is a bit of a perfectionist. There, you just want to take it to the best it can be. Yeah, I love it. I'm here for it for sure. Yeah, and probably means we'll give a shout out to Dob. So I know you're a very clever man, but if you're interested in talking some of your music, feel free to uh, hit us up. We'd love to have you on the show talking just about general life, non crypto, just your music and all stuff like that. Maybe we'll put one out there. You know how we get dough there? We set up a land party and we have a StarCraft tournament. In UST, that's what's up. Yeah, <laughs> let's go, Luna Fest. Yeah, go, go on to the festival, then, Finn. Yeah, obviously, these by the looks of it, we're gonna have the lunatic stage, the second stage, and your main stage. Who would you be uh, your perfect artist to see perform? How, how would you like to see the festival run yourself, personally? Damn, I, I would love to see some Grizz Grammatic, I would love to see some like hip-hop groups like some atmosphere some sweatshop union i would love to see aesop rock there i would love to see some like old school like aphrodite bad boy bill richard humpty vision lisa lashes like i would love to see just a a whole spread of like all i would love to see like the violent femmes if y'all could get them to like do a you know like that kind of shit i think that would be so dope we'll get pink floyd back together we'll get ozzy wheel him out there like i want to see all that shit but i i feel like as far as like groups that we have access to i i I feel like we could get a, a decent handful of pretty big names uh aside from like the lunatics themselves you know like Cr- grizz and grammatic are huge into crypto i feel like if if we can get a line in with them like they'd be into it uh high sunday is a rapper i do i was doing some stuff called the barkeepers with uh that dude does shows all over the place and he is super talented like i would love to get him out there I uh, definitely love to get my brother out there. I've watched him rock shows in like shitty Montana dive bars and like out in the middle of the woods. And the kid just kills it. Like he's so shy talking to people. Like I, I've tried to get him on this podcast and it, it's like pulling teeth, but you get him out there with his decks and his pioneers and shit. And like, I've never seen anybody rock like that. And I'm probably biased cause he's my brother, but yeah, I, I would love to see all that shit. And then obviously well, people like like Doe and, and Kevin and, and giving like some motivational, like charismatic talks to like rile the crowd up, all, all that stuff. Are you brother to send a setting? If he doesn't want to come on and talk, we can just bang a setting on uh, the end of someone's podcast. Yeah, I might, I, I'm, I'm going to get him to talk, even if I have to like tell him that I'm going to just interview him. And like me and him will just have a little chat and we'll just cut out his, his words. I don't know. I, I'm working on it though. We, we have time. Yeah. To be honest, I, I'm in a situation. I've got my brother on in a couple of weeks. He's a, uh, he's brilliant on the decks himself. Uh, 
and I'm going to be interviewing him. So uh, nice. I was I was thinking, should I interview him or should I get someone else to do it? I don't know. I, I feel like you I... doing it would be best because like you know him, like you know what to ask to like get him on, you know, uh, talking about what he's he's into. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, he's banging to his hardcore. Nice. <laughs> he's your old stance, but he's uh, he's really good on the decks. Like he plies himself. He can play four decks at once. So, oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah he, he he loves all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to DJ. love those sets, like the Bad Boy Bill Richard Humpty Vision, where they do the two by two. Like that, those sets were always so good. Yeah, he acted. Uh, he prides himself on DJ tricks. I don't know whether you've ever heard of DJ. Tricks. Oh, nice! Like juggling, beat juggling, and stuff. Well, he, he was like uh, scratching was with scr- his dick. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he was a brilliant DJ. Like, uh, but he used to play Ford X as well, um, and. Carl Cox, I think, yeah, he won one of those, um, you know, the competitions that they have. Yeah, turntablists. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's won all that kind of stuff. Like. Nice, DJ Scribble and, like, the Executioners, and, oh, man, I used to love that shit. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, I was into the, well, when I was growing up, when I was a kid, hip-hop, before the dance scene came out, it was like, hip-hop was a, that was a big thing in the early 80s. Like, I used to love that. I don't really know any artists of it, but it just it just brings back memories of being a kid listening to hip-hop. Oh, yeah. I remember, like, we would record from... Because, like, this was back when you had old, like, satellite dishes. So we would, like, tune the satellite dish to MTV. And then, like, we had the tape deck hooked up to it. And we would just, like, record all the rap songs off onto, like, a tape. And then we would just listen to the tapes we made. The shit was so good. Yeah, it was mad. That was the technology we're in a tape. <laughs> we, we used to have a show. I used to go to, like, the warehouse parties in the early 90s. And we used to have a show on a Saturday night, BPM. And BPM would have, like, it'd go around the country, Britain, just all different parties. And it was, uh, it was always be on about four o'clock in the morning, and, but it was a great show. But I used to record it all the time. You'd have clips. And every week, you'd just be, like, getting the video tape ready and sorting it. The, the way things have gone now with YouTube and the technology and the information at hand and the parties that you can just view online and on YouTube and other sources, it's just... It's amazing, what do you think, like? They've made us proud, definitely. Like, we've come a long way from, like, the the dingy underground rave scene and running from cops and all that shit, you know? Like, it, it's it's cool to see that it's still alive and well. Is there any um, festivals that happen your neck of the woods now that you'd, uh, you'd find yourself at? Uh, have you been to anything over the last couple of years in Oregonada or the United States for that matter? Not like festivals. The last festival I did, we used to go to Barter Fair up in Okanogan in Washington every year. Um, but then like COVID happened and we just kind of stopped. I think the last concert I went to was Atmosphere. And then two weeks after that was supposed to be a Spose and Chris Webby concert, but then it got canceled. And then, yeah. And I guess now we're just starting to like get shows booked and stuff. I think like uh, Chris Webby is actually coming back here uh, to, to do the makeup show and everything. So like things are starting to happen, but like my home festival has definitely always been like barter fair uh, since I've been going to it. Like that's, that's like, you always see the signs that say welcome home and all that shit like that. That's home for sure. 
Uh, there is one in Oregon called the Oregon Country Fair. I just haven't had a chance to go to it yet. I know like I live here, but it's it's just been crazy. So I, I, I think this is the first year they're opening it back up. They might have done it last year on a smaller scale. I don't I don't recall, but yeah. How, how would you feel about Luna Fest coming over to Oregon or to your neck of the woods and doing a festival over there? Could you see that happening? Would you be happy for that to happen? I could see that if you had the right venue, like right now, all I'm, when you said that, like I just picture like EDM in Vegas and I feel like it would have to be something of like that caliber. But then I don't know. I feel like there's some pretty cool, like hidden kind of Airbnb mansions that you could like rent out and just have a party. But yeah, if it, if it was to be like a proper festival, like what you guys are doing there, I, I feel like you would have to almost hit up the like, uh, oh, what's that called? It's not, did I call it EDM? What's the big fucking Vegas? Uh, the electric Daisy carnival. Yeah. Yeah. EDC. That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm so old, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like you would have to hit up, like a group like that and and figure out venue action just because like there's there, you need a big place for something like this and we don't we don't have those estate manners like that i mean we do but not like here i don't think I, i'm picturing tps in the forest and just like yeah all, all of that log cabin kind of stuff. That's, I mean, I could go hit up the board of the, the barter fair and see if they want to rent the place out for a weekend. It is a cool <laughs> venue out there, and they do, like, the DMTPs and, like, all this trippy shit. Like, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I hope it grows, to be honest. Like, I'm, a, I'm hoping it really grows. I'd, I'd like to see it for the community of Tether and just, well, crypto in general. It'd be good to, like touch base with a lot of lunatics from throughout the world and have these festivals everywhere. I, that's the vision I, I'd love to see it just do that. Yeah, they kind of do that with EDC, right? Isn't there, there's like the Vegas one and then there's like a Europe one or whatever. Maybe it's a different group I'm thinking of, but I feel like they do like multiple venues in, in all the countries and shit. Yeah, well, a lot of the big brands, they take the brands, whether it be uh, Awakenings or Time Warp and that. Did you you take the, uh, like, in Juna Deep? I was checking out the Juna Deep there, uh, actually over in the States. uh, I forget the places they're playing, but I was having a look at the tour dates for the Juna Deep, and they're playing a few places in in, uh, USA. Uh, So that's the way I'd like to see it go, as, like, its own, like, brand label. Yeah. It's Luna. It's Luna Fest on par with Greenfields, on par with Anjuna Deep. And it's, it's Luna Fest, and Luna Fest is coming to, I don't know, wherever the team decides to take it. Maybe if these four in a year or something, every three months. I don't know what the planning would be like that, but... Uh, I feel like if there was a group to do it, you guys have the group. Like, just from being privy to, like, these podcasts when you guys record them and stuff, like, you have a great team working on this. And so I feel like if, yeah, if anybody's going to do something to that caliber, it's definitely y'all. Yeah. And the, the expansion, I'm in like the private group with them and I, I, I see like other names coming in. I'm not going to start naming up on anyone, but, you know, they are big names in, in like the fields of what they do. And, you know, the team, they are going to push this and they are going to keep bringing these people on. And obviously the team's going to grow bigger and bigger and hopefully if the first one is a success, which I'm hoping it's going to be, the second one will be. And then, you know, maybe 
after a couple of years, two or three years, get their sight in the UK really sorted and then look at the expansion. But the way I look at it, it's, it's like, a, well, I hope it's here to stay in my lifetime. I, I, I'd like to think that if I ever choose to, there's a Luna Fest somewhere in the globe every year that I could attend if I, if I choose to. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much like the end of the story is getting it to a point where you can do the endless summer, but instead of surfing, you're just going to Lunafest. <laughs> yeah, there's there's yeah. the goal. <laughs> yeah, so NFTs then, Finn. Um, what is your favorite NFT? Have you have you got it? Oh God, no, I I oh favorites tough man it's like saying which kid's your favorite luckily i only have one kid but i got about 500 nfts i would say bag of dicks always holds a special place in my heart because they were my first yeah Uh, i'm definitely hellcat fan uh i like mutants i like uh i'm gonna get yelled at by everyone i don't mention Everyone that's ever been on the podcast, I like. <laughs> uh, lately, I'll tell you, I've been really into Meta Racers, uh, just because it's an old like outrun rad racer style game. But you can hold tournaments and win UST. Like you, you enter with a ten UST, and then if you win, you get part of the pot. So we've been going to the different communities and hosting tournaments for them. Uh, we had the, the Unstables tournament. We had the, the Space Toads Ribort Rally. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, the Sweaty Sallies uh, had a tournament. Uh, so, yeah, that, that dude's been, been building some cool stuff. I, I like also that he, he'll throw, like, your characters or your, your art on his billboards in the game. So, like, you get to kind of see your little, little sign in the, in the game. Um, how's, how's the functionality of the game? How, how do you like get the car to move? Is it keys on your keyboard? Is it on the, yeah, on yeah, it's it's super basic, just like Outrun was. I, I don't know if you ever played that, but it's it's uh kind it's like yeah. five steps up from the old pole position, but it's not like Gran Turismo. <laughs> you know, you're not like drifting or anything, but it is really fun for sure for how simple it is. Yeah, I used to love Outrun Chase HQ as well. I don't yeah, know remember. Yeah, and then Rad Racer. That was the one I always played on uh, on my computer or on my Nintendo. I mean, that shit was yeah, fun. I used to have an Amiga when I was growing up, eh, and I think back to the football game Sensible Soccer. The players were about a millimeter big. Yeah, and I look FIFA <laughs> and that now, and I think, wow. I used to have an Amstrad and play Harrier Attack, and I'd have a space bar. You'd be moving your joystick up and down it in the space bar, dropping bombs on these little yeah. pixelated houses. But that was that was what we had when we were kids. It was brilliant. But there's some of the games that the kids play now are amazing. But that's how I see Web3 and oh, the Metaverse yeah. stuff going. It's, um, it's going to be pretty intense in the future, like the Web3, if they get it right. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's the difference between like what me and you grew up on with our Apple two C's and and shit with to like what what we're doing now. You know, it's it's night and day. It's crazy. Uh, I'm a big fan of artsy apes. I like Astro Heroes. Uh, the metaverse stuff that they're building is super cool. Uh, I like the the smaller one of ones like Gavert and Clint. Uh, Clint Unseen makes some cool stuff. Groovy Afterlife. Uh, big fan of PS Labs. I like uh, Dystope AI. Uh, I really like that Fuck the Sec 
project that didn't really last that long, but his art was really cool. It was just like Genslers and Doquans and like crazy, weird animated things. Uh, it was called Fuck the Sex. So I, I really like that one. Obviously, the Gucci's and the Space Toads. Gucci's just dropped their houses. And inside your house, you can now decorate with some of your own NFTs, kind of like colonies, which I also like. Uh, Handy Heroes, Hero, Lavana doing some cool stuff, Luna Kitties, Luna Shrooms, Luna Ludes, Luna Punks, Luna Worms, Luna Bugs. I tell you what, you're giving it a good go, getting all these names drops in. Dude, I'm going through my list. Popping Puffins. I'll just throw Darby Stars out there because that's actually my favorite. That's funny. That that was one I never got into. That's funny. A a lot of people I know got into that one. I just, I'm not a horse guy. I don't know. I think, I think my first one, my first one I got into was the, uh, the Bolt, the Luna Bulls. Oh, nice. I love the Space Toads. I don't know what it is about the Space Toads, but I just love the Space Toads. Bro, the Space Toads went from a hackathon joke to like, we have a DAO and everything and like a fund. <laughs> like, they're they're awesome. I, I like that group. Yeah, the, they dropped on the uh, Lunatics First Bots. That's how we got ours. It was on the Lunatics First Bots group. And, uh, nice. Well, the old group just seems to just go wild for them and take, the, take as many as they could. I feel like... <laughs> I think Hooligan told me he's like, cause it was right when I was getting into bag of dicks and, and Terra NFTs. And he's like, Hey, here's the stealth mint of these toads. Like go mint some. I was like, I don't know what any of that means, but okay. <laughs> and so like, I've been part of them ever since. And now, yeah, I'm part of the Dow. Uh, I guess if I had to pick a couple that I'm like interactive in, it would definitely be pop and puffins. Like I'm part of their Dow, And I try to like, prioritize when I have time to like go and interact there. I really, really dig that community. Uh, and then, uh, the space toads is the other DAO that I'm a part of. So the learnables of just, uh, they're bringing out some, uh, another thing, your auntie for the Terrasax. Uh, yeah. Is That's to be honest, cool. I'm not, I'm not as clued up with the NFTs these days. I, I just, uh, to be honest, I, I've, these, Probably loads that you've just mentioned there that I haven't even heard of because, to be honest, I've stopped following a lot of them because there's just that many and it just, uh, I don't know. It's hard. Just- it it definitely set me back a bit, stacking my wag me bag because, like, I've, I I interviewed a lot of these projects and then we like became buddies and now it's like, well, I got to support my buddy. And then it's like, fuck, I've, I've got like 43 projects I'm supporting here. Like, fuck. <laughs> so it, it definitely like it can get out of control quick if you're not. My trick was staking like my any Luna that I was sure like I don't want to touch this like immediately went to being staked. That way I knew 100 percent like. I'm not going to be all like stoned one night and be like, oh, let's go fucking sweep the floor, <laughs> like, you know, and then like dump like 20 Luna on some shit. So, yeah, any any like Luna like that, I just immediately stake. And then once I get my my wag me bag fulfilled, then I'll, I'll start kind of dipping back in. Yeah, you're planning on never ever selling that wag me bag. Able to be honest, if it does what it's supposed to do, I don't think we need to sell the Luna. Yeah, I don't I I don't think you ever need to the way the DeFi protocols are set up. And I think for tax purposes, you definitely don't want to if you can just borrow and not have to, you know, take that capital gain sales hit like that's the way. I mean, shit, like, why would you sell? Like, if you can just borrow and then 
Like, I don't know. It just, I'm not like a big brain, like finance guy, but that seems like the right way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, right, Finn, I've just looked at the time here. I've been going here for an hour and 15 minutes, probably one of our longer podcasts. There you yeah. go. Just before we shoot off, me, what was a mixer we done? What kinds of mix is it? Well, I've got a selection of hand-picked rap songs that I will just put at the end here. And uh, yeah, they're probably all songs you guys have heard because I haven't had time to make new ones. But I'm about four or five beats away from starting writing on my next album. So that'll be cool. I usually like I do it in phases. I won't like make a beat and then write to it unless it's like like the mutant song. That was a specific song that like needed to be done. But when I make my albums, I'll make all the beats first and then I'll stop making beats and then I'll go into like writing mode and then I'll write all the lyrics for all of them. And then I'll go into like rewriting editing mode where I'll record them all a a draft and kind of listen to them throughout the month, throughout the week, depending on how long I have. Uh, And then I'll, I'll do the final and make any like changes and, and rewrites and revisions and stuff. I need uh kind of master the beats and everything like that. So uh, right now I'm still in beat making mode. I've been in that mode for like the last eight months, I feel like, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's hard to like, I'm the kind of person that if I have a list of stuff to do, like I try to get that done before I do other things. Cause I don't like having shit hanging over me, even though like, it's shit I put there hanging over me. Like no one's going to bitch if like the spaces don't get done. It's just like something I like, I need to get them done. <laughs> like you guys are lucky. I'm the one doing this because <laughs> that's how much yeah. I care. <laughs> but good yeah. Say you're the credit to the community and uh, good stuff. And always I say, once again, if you are listening, Ben needs an insane. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a list of content I'll be bringing him uh, at the end of the, our, our year and, and see if he wants us to continue for another year. I have a feeling he will. Nice, nice. Well, uh, let's wrap it up then, Finn. And just before I go, I'm going to uh, give a big shout out to Finn. He does do a lot of stuff for uh, not only Luna Fest, but as, as you've heard, a lot of the other protocols in the system. Uh, so great work, Finn. And I'd just like to give a big shout out to LunaFest.io if you want to check the website out, also the Telegram group and the Discord group. And a big shout out to Terraspaces.org if LunaFest is all about onboarding non-native crypto people to the space, so if you want to check out some uh, stuff on the internet, uh, learn Terra, Terabytes Pod, T-Fi Alpha, among other things, the, uh, there's loads of information in the space. And uh, yeah, that's it. Well, nice one for coming on, Finn. Oh yeah, thanks for having me, man. Let's go LunaFest. Let's go LunaFest, mate. Can't wait to have a share a beer with you, mate, when the festival comes around. Maybe going to Amsterdam as well. That'll be cool. Yeah, I'm here for it. Let's go LunaFest. Let's go LunaFest! The kidney has a very special place in the heart. The heart. There are ones that are, 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 are so hard. Uh, there's a there's an esprit de corps, there's a spirit like you see rarely on any fantastic and fantastic and fantastic and fantastic and so hard the the heart the fantastic and Fantastic.
naked, I'm sore and wings spread in the morning. The rest of y'all snoring, no life left in boring. I like that I'm moving, I gotta keep moving. I'll never stop moving like planets. I'm bruising. Cause once you stop moving, it's hard to start moving. And then, just like that, you forgot what you're doing. Forgot how to groove, dropped all the clues. Forgot how your life was never not the blues. Forgot how damn good it felt to be a beast. At least someone kept you around for amusement. You never did figure out quite how to use it. Face palm trigger happy silly confused kids Oh no This episodic memory ain't what it used to be And that's the main reason people try fooling me So go commit treason and set all the schools free That's the breaks when everyone's ruling cheap Push button docks, push and pill poppers I got this arthritis from popping and rocking I mean dropping and oxy and bonking my noggin It's hard to hit a vein when your skin won't stop crawling He's hot, then cold, this ain't rock and roll This ain't even human, alright, who brought the troll? That's a weird move when nothing else matters And Metallica broke up so you you can't even tattle Slept and slept until he got slept on No, that's no career for a scoundrel He crept and crept until he got crept on The end of the story, that's how they found you No, no, So tell me, which side of the fence do you play on? Trying to climb above it to keep this whole game strong. How do you do it? Like Nate Dog said, yo, I'm just trying to smoke weed all day long. How else can one be expected to tolerate? Psyops distracting us from the problem traits on the outside. It all looks great until the cracks crack and that drops the gate. We'll sit here and wait for all that you've built to topple down around you. We'll build on the sill. We'll fix all the silly little things. Greed is broken. It's almost that time when the beast is awoken. Get brains.
Try to get into the shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my love Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble All this dumb fucking ruckus, drink bleach here Keep it tight to meaner and swing for the bleachers This ball is crushed Kick the bucket over, spill the fun, release some of the means of hunting All these silly motherfuckers coming at us like we don't got a bunch of guns Or something, these are fucked up times we're living in and I don't need the judgment Free the suffer, no need to suffer, the leaders bust at freedom Hunter disagreements wander, cold streets filled with screaming bottom feeders Take me to your leaders, blasting propaganda through the speakers So if you wanna build, let's build but if you wanna steal, get buried in the field Double duty at the Rocket Rudy Coppin' fruity, not a newbie Got the rubies hostile looking like Chewbacca Threw me through the window Fucking sue me, now I'm looking all hypnotic bougie With a bunch of suckers I went to school with who barely knew me Students sitting here fucking clueless Looking at the next duck trying to see who the goose is Should've paid more attention to the hole in the boat Now tell me why y'all still vote Reminder in my brain that rewired the entire 
section responsible for feeling exhausted I guess you can say I fake it When I wake up every day and tell myself we're gonna make it Spending every second I'm awake thinking about One day I'll make some better mistakes and then I'm feeling down Sometimes I wanna blow my fucking brains out Then I'll start to figure out another fucking way out It's like I got this defense mechanism that doesn't quite let me wreck the system I'm living in It's another phase of evolution Naturally we're selected as fast as we're losing Passing out Darwin Awards right and left Till I'm fighting all alone like on the last night left the virus got a lump in your throat like tonsillitis when the flags go up like everyone is righteous spending government checks sniffing up the white dust the previous generation wants to be just like us fuck that shit i'm trying to be like mike was drop the bias and you might survive this the mummy coming through to remind your highness i might just buy up my own fucking island build a little bunker then wait for the timer count down to zero day exploiting every exploit in your internet sex toys emitting vibrations through the ether did you just come me either at the right time blindly following stars in the night sky part of me might ride away with the prize fight man versus everything else until the time's right unleash the kraken no wait that was crack fuck now everybody feeling all amped up fucking like bunnies to the national anthem ugly little shits eating up all our rhythm mishandling the captions who has the answer holding our attention for ransom fed up with all the red tape and the boring template like it matters if it's a blue or red state Charged every month and we can't even cancel Feeling distressed? Fuck it, kill the damsel Fuck yeah, spread it like we're on some undead shit And pass the bitch around like a meme from Reddit In the beginning it was suggested that the mortality rate would be 5% And the numbers are so much higher We're not ready for the next epidemic And so if your oxygen level falls too low And it cannot be kept up with just what we call nasal cannulas or rebreathing oxygen masks. If you can't get enough oxygen from that, then they will intubate the, the patient.
When I'm cruising, I'm rushing, no booze on my tongue When I'm losing my cool like a bruiser in London The rules are confusing, so let loose the juices And try not to act like they tightened up the noose These fools are abused like a problem stepchild Ruling the coop with some modest exile I'm lost in the cube with the softest textiles A comfy padded room where I'm walking my best smiles So wipe the smirk off your face when you're serving I'm up with a platter of bait behind the curtain Up with the curse, it's absurd to swerve it Letting these nerds know the weight was worth it. I'll perk it up while I serve with some bullshit. This ain't my first rodeo surrounded by humans. Opinionated merchants trying to steal your worth. It's getting on my nerves, so let's make them feel nervous. I go tit for tat when I'm spitting this rap shit Getting sick with it like I'm kissing bats It's spreading sickness like a fucking pandemic Gun to my head like write the damn epic My mood is exhumed from the darkest mistakes Sitting down in hell cooking up these mixtapes Living through nightmares and dreamscapes It takes more patience than a hospital police state So I get down locked and loaded like they come for your guns Fuck no we won't be getting onto that bus Quietly sit back and watch the riot beat While the cops get filmed pirating all your to see sign on the dotted line and wave your rights and wave goodbye and pay no mind you gotta wash the brain and erase the time now shut the fuck up while we wait in line One, two, three, hocus pocus. Put your hands up if you keep losing focus. Let me interrupt the daily hustle. Sliding through life trying to not be noticed by those in charge. Whose feathers ruffle at the sound of freedom. Sweet and supple, they build these laws to keep us underground. But the real dogs find us like a sweet new truffle. People like music you can vibe to. Whether living outdoors or in outer space. This is that shit you can get high to. Never underestimate the human race. They one of the toughest creatures alive in the habitat Super fucking tough, would you look at all the damage that's Wreaking havoc on a planet that Can only take so much before it lets us have it back Humans are super fucking weird But they're kinda sweet when they're sleeping A new sort of cage, they like it when it's see-through Swimming with the sharks like a zisu you gotta always be careful when they shake your hand Micro expressions tell a lie All this aggression is usually commanded by Humans in charge trying to take your land First they act nice testing your defenses Then they pretend to take offense, it's relentless Then they come back with a bunch of weaponry To settle this discussion like it's destiny Be wary of the gilded stranger Stare it in the face but can't see the danger Trying not to live like a bunch of slaves here Paying off my debt in like 80 years. Humans are super fucking crazy, but they're kinda sweet when they're not being lazy. A new sort of cage, they like it when it's see-through, swimming with the sharks like a zisu. Sipping on a little 
little bit of sin I've been giving Try to keep it written down so it feels like I've been living I've been realizing a minute reality ain't got limits Going out my fucking mind, testing out the physics Stretching out the distance, for instance Let me be specific, the risk is hedge funded the business Betting on the difference, ingesting all the research Sleeping through the rebirth, sliding out feet first Sleep tight, little dreamer Early to bed, early to rise with a rugged ass demeanor Taking beats to the cleaners You know I love my t-shirts and the people who support my little dream here Transparent cows, I gotta steer clear 2020 going down is one fucking weird year Take a second, look around, the psyops is winning Set the table, we just biopsy dinner Now I'm gonna react to that and act like I'm telling you a personal anecdote Something to break the tension Something to endear myself a little bit Something kind of uh, embarrassing <laughs> And you guys are gonna make an awe sound it's true, it really happened. They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go. When it's final, if I don't know, I already sold my soul. Getting ready, rock and roll, tip the first domino. Feeling abominable with these avalanche flows. Stop and rest on the road, gotta get where I'm going. And the rest of y'all know that we hit the ground sore. And I'll be coming for the fuckers that be summoning the trouble. Running on the double while I'm handing out the W's. Putting wins on the board every fucking day. They love me on the team because I know my fucking place. Better get in where you fit in, I'm delivering the meaning. I Inherited the demons, always sneaky, never seen them If I'm breathing, I'm reading, I'm not even being conceited I need to see for myself if you think that I'm believing It's the season of reason, y'all be ceasing the research I'm receiving the meaning, that shit's called teamwork It's not so much as so little as to do with what everything is But it is within our self-interest to understand the topography of our lives unto ourselves the future states that there is no time other than the collapsation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living. Common knowledge, but important nonetheless. Madly packing up beats with the lights on Pack type my songs blowing like a pipe bomb Right on When I'm reaching for the feeling Sitting comfortably between hell and the ceiling Watching all the plates on the fan spin around Never really all that good at finding out the middle ground Living in a little town and that's how I like it Delivering my sound hoping y'all find it I love producing beats it's time consuming Gives me something to do while my mind is stew We never had nothing to prove just my love for music For anybody asking why I do this It was never really about getting rich and famous I just like the feeling of getting played on a playlist Putting little pieces of me out in the ether Then see what comes back on the receiver You know, if you had all the money in the world This is a good exercise yeah. um, And you can do anything with this money to You know, to make your life easier What's the first thing you would invent? Like, that was like, you know, right. just stop playing a bit. If right. me tell someone my idea, how does I know they ain't gonna nick it?
Um, that's tough. People usually do. I get a little dizzy trying to follow the words around. Every time I close my eyes, it's like the verse now. Give it ten minutes and let's see who deserves a crown. And this motherfucker thinks that he deserves a crown. My mind be all like, yo, who's smirking now? I'm like, shut up, mind, mind your own business, you worthless clown. And that shit goes on for like an hour. Another fucking dumb struggle for power. I try to ask around why the fuck it gotta be like that. It do what it do when it do it. It might be a trap. Skew what they view in the dreams when they need a nap. Follow through with the fake news, getting these slaps. Oh, look, we got another comedian. I smoke myself silly, now I'm all out of weed again. Trying to tolerate 2020, like, really? Could this shit get any more filthy? Never had an idea before. How does you know when you have one? Right. How do you know when, um, you say, wow, you know, for a business idea? I mean, like, I, you know, had the idea for, like, eating chicken or right. switching oh, on the telly or something, but I've never had an idea. Right. For a business idea. Right. Well, whatever. In my six foe, I never had a six foe. A kid can wish though. I snapped the wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopey, this a weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I gotta miss this. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats boom bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep Looking it, looking it, looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Trenches, trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kind of running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven time and space while I wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the... Sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit, it's all nixed Waking up early, gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die gonna take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever I want. Mutation. It is the key to our evolution. It has enabled us to evolve from a single-celled organism into the dominant species on the planet. This process is slow, normally taking thousands and thousands of years. But every few hundred millennia, 
evolution leaps forward. Diving through the forest, looking for the door to the portal. Said it'll take me down a corridor. I'm ignoring the warning, storing importance. The cord looks source from ancient coordinates. Smells like musty mutants, trust me. I've been hunting bugs since the leaves started rustling. I must be getting close, yo, the scene is disgusting. Parasitic mutation, off the country. Grab a couple samples and defy their custody. Feeding gamma rays to the beast and beef velocity. Mutating awesomely, pre-say don't wanna me. Taking all the scraps and feed them to the lottery Always evolving to defy the possibly These are the things that will scream irresponsibly Feeling uneasy, these genes get them off of me I don't mean to trip it, am I mutating properly? We are mutants We are mutants We are mutants Breathing getting heavy, I can feel it in my arms, but I can't stop now. Mutation. It's an art form, don't be alarmed. If you see me looking odd when I'm out on the farm, spinning crop circles in your yard, reaching the stars, need a way to get across. Got this little mutation, lets me hack key cards. Seen looking like it came out the first three saws, flexing like Rex when I mutate the precog. Leaders trying to research this genetic seesaw. Give me all the science and we'll leave you with the pre slaw. Riders believe they bleed these endorsements, turning scientists into terrorist supporters. Gotta seize the spoils and release the spores. It's time to forage through DNA lore. So sink it a swim, silly Alice, take the pill and see we're all mad here, taking over your facility. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. Unlock the lab, it's time to do this. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. Unlock the lab, it's time to do this. Inventions were accidents or hiccups or a way to get that money out your pocket like a sticker. They not gonna get me, they gotta get you. I thought a lot about the plot, I'm not gonna be amused. If I could switch into a quantum state and see the truth about the way the universe moves, shit, that would be cool. Winners write the history we pass down to the youth. Losers get 
remembered for losing Ain't that the truth Passing up the deal of a lifetime of a century I hate to break it to you but I'm retired from adventuring I've got no adventure time left Finn Martin at your service where the pie's kept Out of all the species humans lie best Ask Jeffrey Dahmer, that's why people are hard to digest Pardon me for speaking ill of violence I just think there's more to life than drawing lines around the pie crust The smart people really don't mind us The dumb ones, well, you know, they can't find us Getting ready for the trying times ahead Or be another body bag that's left for dead Shit's piling up at the morgue You better check your head We tried to turn this ship around Fuck it, now it's full steam ahead Watching out for those damn icebergs I mean, if the ship's already sinking I guess I'll take my turn That's what I've learned in all my years Running around this planet Looking for something that's magic God damn it I'm not thinking it exists outside of us If you can't find the junk How the fuck do these schmucks buy enough? Not everybody likes to rush But time is money in an industry That's built around supplying drugs So let's smoke two joints in the morning Then OD on age like this weed is boring I feel like that when I'm snoring And I remember this isn't my story Are you 
on the arc ticket punched on way to the stars or get left behind in the dust like a bunch of cars last cap cash into this death trap fashion i'm past a point of no return and back in a flash catching cash caps grazing for no payment when they tap pass pass that a little pinch and take one last look at the Hey, how's it going?